Welcome to the podcast, No Code Talks with Creatio. I'm your host, Andy Zambito, Chief Sales Officer Americas at Creatio. Today, we'll discuss strategies and best practices to eliminate the limits for business growth with no code. For this conversation, we are joined by Chris Slade, Commercial Director at Format 14 CRM, Tolga Artan, Chairman at Lucky Eye, and Eric Hale, VP Financial Services Americas at Creatio. All right, excellent. You know, guys, as we uh, we start to think about the the, the topic, how do we uh, you know eliminate those barriers to growth uh, within organizations? Um, and and we start to look at what those challenges might be. Um, good, great way to to kind of uh, you know maybe start the conversation is to understand what those challenges are. Uh, so I'll, I'll put this out there, guys, and um, you know, feel free to just uh, jump right in. But what do you see as the main, um, you know, the main barriers or the main challenges that are limiting uh, business growth uh, in today's world? I think, from my perspective, it's really challenging the status quo. So uh, you know, most organizations that we're dealing with, uh, you know, seem to have a pretty large applications backlog, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, it really stops the business going to IT, to their partners, and, and sort of saying, you know, I need these amendments made or I need these new systems introduced. Because they're just used to being told, push back, you know, you have to wait six months, a year, 24 months sometimes, you know, so uh, before they can move forward. So status quo, just not accepting no for an answer, really. So, uh, you know, there's people who are in a hurry at the moment coming out of the pandemic. Uh, absolutely. We have a, a saying here in the States that the quick and the dead, right? That's uh, that's how you have to look at it. Tolga, what, what do you think are some of those biggest challenges? I think what we face here in my region is uh, there is a big uncertainty in, in terms of uh, living, economic conditions, business conditions. And uh, this uh, makes companies and organizations, uh, they have a lack of speed in decision making processes. Uh, and this uh, makes them to uh, stop changing their company to more uh, flexible. So they cannot adapt to new uh, world after COVID, I believe. And this is the uh, basic thing that we are facing for business growth in our country right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're seeing that in, in in multiple areas. And if I think of you know the challenges that... Um, you know, as I'm talking to customers um, that I'm seeing out there is the ability to predict those disruptors, right? Like being able to, um, you know, learn, you know, I don't think any organization has a data problem. It's it's how do we leverage that data to, to better predict, um, you know, what those disruptors are uh, going to be. And, um, you know, to your point, Chris, how do we, how do we get ahead of those quicker, right? Like, let's not maintain that status quo. Let's make sure that we get out ahead of these disruptors. And, um, you know, I really think that, uh, you know, low code and no code um, is a way to do that, right? We can start to build predictive models. We can start to understand, we can develop quicker, um, not have those project backlogs that, um, you know, we're, we're starting to see today. I mean, we, we, we try to really go and meet, uh, you know, our, our customers, and, and take a, a digital first approach. Uh, but, but what we're really looking for is uh, an opportunity to talk about uh, a point of view. You know, the sort of no code point of view means you have more rapid ROI, uh, means you, know, you, you have happier users. It means you can achieve some of those dreams and plans that uh, your business has, uh, has been talking about. And uh, now you can put them into place quicker, 
than with traditional systems. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So as we move forward in the discussion, you know, these are very uh, these are very good points. And um, you know, if we start to think about those challenges, um, we have to also start to think about. Um, you know, how we're going to overcome those, those constraints and those challenges. So in, in, in your world, guys, you, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're in this day in, day out. Um, what is the best approach? And can you share with the audience, um, you know, how do they overcome these challenges? Yeah, very good question, Eric. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the, the, the challenge is, you know, people are, are coming forward with this backlog of uh, applications that they have to, uh, I suppose, ration, you know, sort of, they have limited capital for investment, you know, they want to put their money where they get the greatest return on in, you know, return. Um, so, so we're helping them really use no code to do, you know, you know, application prototyping wherever possible so uh, so help the business visualize what this will mean to their working practices and with the you know more advanced uh, business process management and workflows you know we're able to uh, to demonstrate an end-to-end you know application much uh, much quicker than normal and and to use that as a way of getting consensus and commitment from people to, uh, to 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 allocate resources to a project, you know, and uh, and then you know traditionally running projects in an agile way uh, with rapid deliverables uh, where appropriate, you know, and so on. Yeah, Togo, what are your thoughts? I think um, understanding the change in the environment is is very vital right now, and uh, to do this, uh, we have to get the data of the uh, customers, partners and uh, other uh, people in the, in, the, in the organization about their expectations. And uh, to be a more agile and uh, a consistent company, you have to uh, reflect these expectations to your, to, to, to your processes, which the no-code and low-code uh, systems uh, takes place here, I believe, because you have to experiment uh, the right uh, choice uh, because you 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 can never be sure about what is the exact uh, truth, true uh, option among the others uh, before trying them. I, I call it experimental uh, doing experimental way of doing something. And in in marketing, for example, it's very important uh, to do experiments to get these uh, insight from other parties and uh, deploy them. So. We have to experiment and we need some flexible applications or environment, technical environment to reflect these changes. And this is where no-code and low-code platforms takes uh, the responsibility or get, get, gets into the action, I believe, because uh, we, will, we are helping the uh, business users to reflect their ideas into uh, business operations. And this is actually helping them to measure the KPIs and the... the, the reflection of the, the, the changes that they are doing in these uncertain times. And it makes everything easier uh, and uh, fast, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely agree with that. And it's, um, it's also, uh, when we think of like innovation, right? We want to bring in people to be collaborative in that environment as well. Uh, so, so many times, you know, ideas were created in the, uh, on the business side of the house and then 
pushed out to IT that had to, to kind of, um, you know, try to understand that. Well, you know, I believe that, you know, no code truly, um, you know, bridges that gap and brings everybody into a, to a collaborative mode. And that's really where innovation happens. And um, it allows, uh, you know, organizations to become um, ahead of the curve, right? Like as, as opposed to trying to keep up. And, uh, you know, to your point, Chris, I, I think that, um, you know, as they're, you know, as people are, you know, challenged and they have to start to look at where can they get the, the biggest bang for their buck, right? We have to understand uh, time to value in these, uh, in these projects and um, being able to demonstrate that value by saying, you know, hey, we can, we can accelerate this development process, start to recognize a value immediately, um, you know, that, that helps us sell projects and helps us achieve goals um, you know, a lot quicker. So uh, I, I think that, um, you know, that's something is that that's a great approach. That's the way and, you have to look at it, right? And the, the carrot of the uh, citizen developer is, uh, you know, very, very uh, motivational to some organizations because, they, you know, there's, there's a, you know, a bunch of uh, people they've hired who are pretty IT literate, you know, they're in operations type jobs. Uh, you know, they can easily help stand up some of these uh, applications that, you uh, you know, do not require programming and, and, and therefore take more ownership in terms of, uh, you know, the success of the rollout of these assignments. So we see quite a connection there. Plus, you know, IT, you know, it's almost impossible to hire people sometimes. You know, there's very, uh, people are scarce, skill set, uh, resources, it's very competitive to get people. There's a lot of uh, price inflation wages at the moment. Uh, so it's difficult. You know, so no code sort of bodes well from... Uh, from that perspective in many ways. Absolutely, absolutely. And, um, you know, as we think about no code, um, you know, helping to promote that business or company growth, um, you know, we, we what, are, what are some specific examples? Do you guys have any specific examples of, um, you know, how no code have helped your clients, uh, you know, over, overcome challenges and, and grow? It's really clearing the application's backlog. You know, they've they've had uh, you know a desire to have new functionality for quite some time, and uh, you know they've been pushed back by the business have been pushed back, saying they have to wait. And uh, you know the no code uh, opportunity has given them the ability to bring forward product changes in financial services and you know uh, investment uh, products I mean, much faster. Yes, so that's uh, so very good. Yeah, yeah. And I think it brings uh, agility to the organization in every detail, in every department, which uh, helps the company to understand the, the change around the business and reflect it, I believe. And uh, especially for the uh, business users to uh, be, get more role in the process of developing uh, things uh, about them, uh, it helps to understand, it helps them to understand the process more clean and uh, reflect the changes accordingly, which makes the company uh, gain higher productivity and agility, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, agility is key, right? Agility is, um, uh, I, I think, uh, a key aspect of no code that enables people to pivot very quickly 
as um, you know, business needs change or business um, you know, workflows change, you need to be able to adapt and be agile enough. Um, I go back to, uh, we have a customer here in um, Massachusetts, uh, you know, where I'm from, where when the pandemic hit um, and lockdown occurred, it, you know, it was a construction company and they um, you know, weren't able to get back to work building you know, the, the beautiful skyscrapers here in Boston. Um, and, uh, when the time came for those individuals to come, you know, back to work and, you know, lockdown restrictions were, um, lifted, uh, they needed a way to get these employees, which there were, you know, thousands of them back to work very quickly. Um, so with, you know, no code really enabled them to develop applications, uh, that would, you know, one, be able to, uh, you know, track those individuals that are coming back to work. Um, limiting their exposure, being able to track who they came in contact with that particular day, uh, should anything arise. But that's just a great example of being agile enough to get, you know, hundreds, thousands of people back to work, um, you know, in a quick and efficient manner. They were able to get that application up and running in less than uh, two weeks. And with traditional development, you wouldn't have been able to do that, right? You needed to be um, very agile and being able to pivot very well. So I think that that's the biggest, um, the biggest value. So when we think to the future, right, we had, um, uh, we had a pandemic that, uh, you know, really increased uh, the adoption of, uh, you know, no code, low code technologies. Um, but if we think to the future and we think about other disruptors um, or other trends that are going to um, impact uh, tech and application strategy over the next 12 to 24 months. What do you guys think, um, you know, are those trends? What do you think is going to impact um, the uh, tech and application strategy in the near and long-term? I, I, I sort of see it's really auto automation is uh, very, very uh, key mm. uh, in, in a lot of industries at the moment, uh, you know, whether they're sort of more office-based or factory-based uh, organizations, you know, Automation is key, uh, as is, I suppose, improving sort of the front office systems, combining those with uh, robotic automation and uh, and CRM. So, uh, so that's a big area of, of focus for us. Yeah, yeah, automation, hyper automation. So I, I love that term, hyper automation. <laughs> Toga, what do you what do you see as uh, the up and coming trends here? I think we, 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 we entered a different decade uh, recently because of the effects of the COVID. We, we, we cannot understand it uh, in, a, in, a open, uh, in an open way, but I think uh, there, there are different possibilities coming to a digital physical world in the coming years uh, for different needs of, for different needs, different customer types, different uh, approaches of doing business. And I think we will have we need we will need some tools to adapt ourselves uh, to this new uh, digital physical world. Uh, and we should uh, maybe there will be different businesses that we have never thought about. And uh, we should be adapting ourselves to these new segments that we will be facing. Uh, but to 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 compete in this uh, new era, I believe automation is important and. The use of AI uh, and uh, AI-related use cases is also very important because uh, it highly depends on data. And uh, if you can use data and automate data using the AI tools, uh, it will be very 
uh, important for organizations to give uh, predict decisions, I believe. Uh, and uh, with no code approach, automation approach, uh, that helps to uh, automate these AI-driven uh, decisions, it will be easier to uh, pass through a digital physical world that we will be facing in the coming years, I, I think. Mm -hmm. I would agree. I would agree. That's, uh, that's great insight. So, um, you know, and as we think about those trends, we think about, you know, we've addressed challenges, we've addressed trends, we, um, you know, have taken a look at how no code can uh, to help eliminate those. Um, and, and again, this is a world you guys live in. Um, you know, what is the best, uh, you know, approach to somebody that may be considering, um, you know, no code? Uh, where do they get started? Um, you know, where, where does this get interjected into their, uh, their strategy? What do you think is the best approach uh, to start leveraging uh, no code technology? I suppose it's research, it's education, it's about, uh, you know, giving everybody in your company the opportunity to learn about no code and what it really means you know for the business and for their own positions um and and how they can contribute really so uh you know it's something that should be embraced with a lot of uh keenness i think you know so it's it's of interest it's breaking down some of some of the silos you know it's uh it's it's helping modern businesses uh actually have uh you know different constituents working within them uh, putting more people in the business, really, rather than in a business function, just supporting the business. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I I also agree about empowering the people to understand what is local, local, and how they can uh, get advantage through this uh, local, local uh, systems. And it will also make a shift in their way of doing business to uh, to, to, to present how they think and how they create ideas and turn them into action, I, I think. Uh, and uh, to do this, you should be selecting the right platform uh, that will uh, enable your employees to, you, uh, to gain more advantage through, through, the, through the platforms. Uh, and uh, in some cases, uh, in our region, companies are starting with small projects uh, that helps them to understand how their organization is reflecting these changes and how they are, uh, they, they are trying to understand their own way of uh, adopting to the low-code and low-code uh, adoption. And also, uh, if you select the platform uh, that suits your needs, then uh, you should be aligning the departments and organization around this, I believe, because uh, getting the results and uh, making them understand how they achieve it and making the others to learn from the initial uh, doers is also important inside an organization in terms of strategy, I believe. Mm -hmm. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, great insight, guys. Um, you know, couldn't agree more with, um, you know, those strategies. I think um, hopefully the audience, uh, you know, is able to, to leverage some of that uh, knowledge. I'm getting the uh, the wrap up sign, guys. So um, uh, I, I wish we had more time. This is a fascinating uh, conversation. Um, but uh, again, really appreciate uh, your expertise and your thought leadership in this um, in this arena. And um, you know, again, I'm sure the audience uh, is able to take away 
um, you know, some 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 strategy on how to eliminate those barriers. So, uh, Chris Tolga, uh, wonderful, wonderful conversation, and let's do this again because I I, I love these types of conversations. Absolutely. Thank All right. You, thank you, Eric. Okay, gentlemen. Bye then. Thank bye you. Bye bye. I believed our audience received a lot of benefits from today's conversation. It was truly a great talk. Thank you all so much for joining us today. To get more information about our products and services, please visit our website, creatio.com. And for more insight, check our digital event page and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Talk soon.